Welcome to Yald, the podcast. Today, we meet Jason Cedeno, also known as Coach J. Jason has been affiliated with Yald since its inception. He sits down with us and gives us his perspective on the program. My name is um, Jason Cedeno. I've been affiliated with Yald for over 11 years. Over 11 years. So you were there from the jump. Yes. Under what capacity are you affiliated? Well, I am the head coach of the Buccaneers. Okay. Okay. And that's one of the teams. Yes. For Yald, of course. How did you come aboard? Actually, um, what happened was um, 11 years ago, uh, Carlos called my cell phone and he said, uh, I'm starting a league. You want to coach? And it was only four teams. And I said, all right. And he's like, okay, so be at the field that this day. I believe it was a Monday I had to be on the field. So there was no, he didn't have to twist your arm or anything like no. that? When it, when it comes to Carlos, I've, um, I'll do anything for him. So if he asks me to do it, I'll just do it. There's no okay. questions asked. There's no, I need you to do it. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. Did you have a football background or? I used to play, um, you know, street football. I, yeah. You know, I, I tried to play equipment and, you know, I realized I wasn't that good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was getting lit up a little too much, you know. So. <laughs> Same for me. <laughs> but you're familiar with football, though. Yeah, yeah. He's Big football fan. He, he's being my, he was, a, he was an athlete. <laughs> so it wasn't like it was, it wasn't like a new thing for you. You no, 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 no. I was yeah. definitely not. Okay. Had you worked with kids before? I did, actually. Um, I used to be an assistant coach for PAL basketball. Yeah. And I did, um, one year I did a mentorship in um, the YMCA in Dykeman. I yeah. did like, a big brother mentorship. This is a YMCA in Dykeman? Yes. Where? On uh, Nago and it's right by the post office. Oh, I didn't know that. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Well, good to know, man. I didn't even know that was uh, that was there. So let's go back to the beginning, okay. right? You said you you were down for uh, over eleven years. What was your first impression of the program? Honestly, I just went to coach football. I, you know, I was like, it was an opportunity to coach flag football, and I was like, whatever, I'm down. I just want to have fun, yeah. you know. And my first impression was, let's just go with it. I, honest to God, did not think it would be where it is today. I was like, right, let's just go have fun. I probably thought, you know, maybe one and done. Be yeah. one and done year, you know. <laughs> I thought it was going to be one and done, and boy, was I wrong. Did you think it was going to be one and done for you or one and done for the program? No, I thought it was one and done for the program. Mm. Honestly, I was like, it's probably going to be one and done mm. because it's not easy to start a program. I no. knew, you know, from, you know, other friends of mine that have tried, they they tried the flag football league in um, High Bridge Park. Yeah. In the Bronx? Uh, no, in um, Washington Heights. Oh, that's by the pool. Yeah, yeah yes. Yeah. And they, they actually had the NFL sponsoring them, and they only did one year. Mm. One year. Um, and, you know, I don't put the guy's name on blast, but, you know, he you know he actually did it one year, and he said, nah, I can't do it no more. Because, mm. you, know, well, you know, I you know, like Carlos told me, the saying is, it looks pretty to do and looks cool, but they don't know the work that goes behind it. It's ugly behind the scenes. Yeah. It's then, pretty on the outside, yeah. ugly behind the scenes. Okay. So let's talk about the kids. If you were to describe the kids that are currently in the program or used to be in the program, kids that you've met, kids that you've seen, how would you describe the kids that are affiliated with what with Yald? It could be in one word, it could be in a bunch of words. But in your impression, how would you describe them? I would have to say a lot a lot of these kids have ambition. Mm. How we, do you know? I'm sorry? How do you know? 
because I've I've built a lot of personal relationships with these kids. Yeah. You know, I, I you know, I just I'm not saying it to say it, but I just don't coach the Bucks. I'm a coach of Yao. That's what I say. I'm not the Buccaneers head coach. I'm you know, I'm part of the coaching staff of Yao. So to me, any kid that puts that jersey on, I'm gonna help you. It doesn't matter if they're on your team or not. It does not matter. I understand. And I've I've had I've I live in New Jersey and there was a, a kid from um, another team, a rival team of mine actually. And we used to call him Flash because he was fast. And my team beat him in the playoffs and he called me. The next day he said, why did you beat me? How can I get better? What did I do wrong? And I told him. I gave him brutal honesty. I said, you suck. You're not You're not trying hard enough. You're doing the same play over and over again. I know what you're doing before you do it. And he says, can we work out? I said, okay. When do you want to start? He goes, Saturday. I said, I'll be there. Wow. Wow. And this is a kid that was not on your team. No. So is that the type of ambition you're talking about? Yeah. For you, for you to call the coach that beat you and say, can you train me to beat you next year? It's yeah. a lot of ambition and a lot of guts. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen other examples like that or something similar? Um, with myself or with other coaches? Both. Um, yes, I actually have. Um, there's, um, well, with myself, the, a lot of the, ever since I did that with Flash, um, a lot of the kids started calling me. Yeah. So then it became oh. for... Shout out to Flash <laughs> for starting the trend. <laughs> did you start that with like journalists and Kevin and? Uh... I did, but it, yeah, I did, but it wasn't. It was more sporadic. Like journalists would call me like once a month. He's okay. an ex-player. He's an ex-player. He, okay. His actually his brother plays in the league. Okay. So he, I started with journalists. He called me once in a blue moon, but Flash was consistent. I mean, I remember um, we were having a, a winter break, and he was off. He was in high school. He goes, "Oh, I'm off today," and I said, "Well, I'm gonna leave work at." Three o'clock. He goes, Can we meet at the field? I was like, Okay, let's go. I'll be there. I'll be there in um in an hour. Yeah. And we met. And then when he started doing that, other kids started call, you know, calling me, reaching out to me. And then it became a trend. Yeah, it became a trend. What is the best part about working with the kids over the years for you? To see them grow. Not not just on the field, but off the field. You know, like to see them not doing good in high school or you know, like I had, a, I actually had a kid express to me about wanting to drop out of high school. Mm. And I was like, you can't do that, man. I was like, you're better than that. And I, I was like, why are you going to give up? I was like, as you want to give up because that's the easy thing to do. It's yeah. easy to quit. Yeah. See, it's, it's hard to put in the work. But I was like, but you can do it. And he graduated from high school. Yeah. I, was, I think that is my best championship ever. Mm. Wow. You call that a championship. Yeah. Why? Because... He became a champion. He didn't quit. Yeah. Everybody thinks, um, you know, like I'm not, you know, like a lot, like the kids they play. They see, they see, they see it as a win and loss. Oh, I won. I lost. I caught eight touchdowns. You know, they, I get the statistics and stuff. But for me, my statistics is seeing a kid grow. Yeah, I won a championship. Was it a great moment? Of course. Did I cry? Absolutely. But to see him graduate high school, I know that he did. That that was especially knowing uh, that it it. It might not have gone that way. It wasn't yeah. a guarantee that he was going to graduate. No, it definitely wasn't. He was, you know, he wanted to join. He wanted to join a gang and everything. I remember that he was. Te- and I said, "You doing- this is a player." Yeah, he's actually he he's he's one of the he he was one of the assistant coaches in the league, mm. and he wanted to go in that route. And I was telling him, "There's only two ways this is gonna end for you: in jail or dead." You know, you could probably get both of them. You could go to jail and then get killed in jail. Get killed in jail. Do Do you have any other? Um, Championship like moments like that that you recall that come to mind? Yeah, actually, um, another one. 
Yeah. Um, actually, um, I, I, he, he allows me to say his name. Um, Adrian, uh, Adrian called him, Adrian Vargas. He, um, he was going to go to a community college. Yeah. And which is nothing wrong with community college. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be clear. I graduated from community college. Yo, shout out to community college. <laughs> we out here. <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, and he was going to go in and then, um, he actually called me and he said, um, you know, cause I was, uh, me and Adrian, we used to always bump heads and I used to always push him. You know, he always challenge. This, this is a player. Yeah, it's an ex-player. Man. He used to challenge me on plays and, and I would push him, you know, I'm like, oh, you could do better in school. He goes, oh, I average at 80. I was like, come on, man. And that's all you got? And then, you know, I'm pushing him to be better. He called me. He said, you was right. I got accepted to St. John's University. Mm. And it was, it was, it was a touching moment for us. We were, I was, I think I was more happy for him than he was for himself at the moment. And he was, and he was like, he was like, wow. He goes, you know, he goes, you're, you know, you're really, you sound more happy for me than most people I expressed this to. I was, I was, I was ecstatic. I was like, I, I said, I gotta go to your college graduation. Now he's, um, he wants to be, he's looking into becoming a, a doctor. He was telling me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for him, man. Yeah. Good, good for him. This is a recent kid. Yeah, recent. He just, um, he just left the league what, two, three years ago. Uh, about three years ago. Yeah, yeah three. He years actually ago. gave a good speech in, um, in the award ceremony. Yeah. The this award ceremony. Year. Which what year was this? 2019. <clears throat> 2019. Yeah. Jason has. I've always. I didn't know. There was a point I didn't know he was, like, training these kids. And he used to tell me sometimes, he was like, oh, this guy's messing around and playing games with me, bro. I'm like, I, I, I got to work, man. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, once y'all is over, don't talk to me about y'all until the season starts again. And then over time, I realized that he wasn't playing around. He was actually training these kids. And I was In like, the off season. In the off season. And uh, year after year passed by. And uh, I remember he had came up to me. I think he had an idea. I'll be honest. He came, he came up with an idea, and I was like, I blew it off. What was the idea? I, I don't remember. I blew it off. <laughs> Damn. And, uh, and do, you I, I, the, do you remember the idea? It was um, it was it was to start. A, it was like kind of like to start like a running club. It was something about I like think it was running. Training, but it was right? also yeah. working out, and like he wanted to get the kids involved. And I think I asked him with like for a game plan, whatever the case is. But whatever, I, I had a lot of I had my own ideas I was working on, and um, and he just straight up said, he's like, you know what, I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna show you. And then eventually you'll see what's going on, and hopefully you get a you know you jump on it. And this is what he said to you. Mm-hmm. This and- years ago, so year after year, you know he started gaining more kids from y'all, training them on the off season, which I've never you know I try to support them as much as I can. And uh, you can say that because of the winter league that's up now is because of him. Because mm. he was sparking that 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 you know that fire on the kids. Wanted to play, and a lot of kids used to always ask me, "Oh, let's do winter league, let's do winter league." And I used to be like, "Nah," because I understand the commitment and the the time it takes. I mean, just to start something for the fall, correct, takes a lot of work in the other three seasons, correct. So now you want to add something in another season? Yeah. So I kind of blame Jay (laughs) for what I'm going through now, and but you know, in a way, I'm kind of giving him kickback on everything that I experienced, so he can understand what it takes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's starting to get it now, and he's realizing that it's a lot of work, but he shows up, and he does his part, and he does what he got to do. Before we press record, I think Jason and I were speaking, and I said, I don't think people understand that um, y'all does not begin with Chewy setting up the lines on Saturday morning and ending with the last game. That's not, no, that's not it. It starts way before, and it ends way, way after. And it never really ends. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> so it continues to go on 
and on and on. So let's talk about that. So you had this idea to want to create this supplemental training program mm-hmm. in the off season, and and Carlos just deaded you. I want to say he politely deaded you, but I think we know him, and no, he just deaded you. So with that being said, why did you persist? Why did you insist? Because um, I okay, this kind of this this one's kind of personal for me to be honest with you. Growing up, uh, we we never we didn't have. What these and I'm not saying this, you know, to me, we didn't have what these kids had. When you say we, who are we talking I'm, about? Um, uh, like my generation, um, you know, kids, kids that I, kids, guy, you know, peers of my age, we didn't have someone like Carlos that created a flag football league for the community that, you know, kind of like pushed us. So you know, you, you know, if you didn't go to George Washington High School, you wasn't playing equipment. That's right. So you had to go. You know, I, I went to Humanities High School. That's right. There was no sports there. That's right. You know, so. We had no outlet. Yeah, it was very limited. Yeah. Very, very limited. Yeah. You know, so it was, you know, what what was, what were we doing afterwards? All that free time, you know, myself, but getting in trouble, trying to fit in with the bad crowd, drinking at a young age, you know, doing stupid things, honestly. And I wanted to prevent these kids, you know, kind of making the mistakes that I did at that age. You know, you never know. One of one of these kids have a talent that are athletic. They could take this. Doesn't mean you're going to make it pro, but. Get your education paid for it. That's a huge win right there. And I was, you know, I wanted to give back and give them a chance. Let them know that, you know, we here. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that sparked you wanting to do the supplemental training program. Yeah. Okay. So how'd you feel when when it finally happened though? Well, actually, I'll tell you a funny story. What happened was is um, you know how Facebook allows you to create like a kind of like a charity thing. Okay. So um, where you can like raise money. Uh, um, by the way, I was told by Sean Medina yesterday, one of the players, that uh, Facebook is for old people. He <laughs> like he told me that, and I uh, was yeah. He brought that to our attention. Uh, was, we were we did not know. I was slightly <laughs> offended. I was like, okay, um, we might cut him out of the show. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, go on. Go so on. Um, actually, um, one of the, one of the kids I coach, he, um, one kids I actually used to train, he said, "Why don't you create a like you know kind of like a, a funding." Thing. I said, I'm not going to go. He goes, just try. So I just tried it. And sure enough, I, w- I didn't pay attention. I just left it there. I was like, whatever, you know. And whoever donates, donates. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. And then I got a, um, actually, Carlos called me. He goes, you know, you raised like $300. Mm. And I was like, what? And I was like, yeah, right. That's the first thing. And then when I looked, I raised it. He goes, so you're serious about this, which I understand where he's coming from. You know, everybody has a great idea. Everybody has, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. They tell him this, but they're not going to go forward with it. You get it, because how many people say I got this idea, then it goes nowhere. Yeah. So I took pictures. I sent it to him. He's like, okay, you know, but he probably like, yeah, whatever. Jay's gonna come once. He's not gonna come back. You said pictures. Yeah, I took pictures, pictures of, of the kids, like oh. doing jumping jacks, yeah, yeah, yeah. stretching, quarterback. I'll record. You know, yo, what? I would be like, Carlos, what do you think they need to work on? Was you know, but you know, as as expected, he's, he has to see that I'm serious. Yeah. But when I did the funding, and when he told me about it, he called me. He said, if you could have any equipment right now, what would it be? So I said, like, you know, I would love to have like some speed ladders, yeah, and and uh, maybe like a two three footballs and some resistant bands for the legs. He goes, okay, cool. Where would like you know show me what would it look like on Amazon? So I sent him the link. You know, I didn't think nothing of it. I said, yeah. I said, like, you know, I sent it to him, and then it was like I think I believe it was a Sunday night, nine o'clock, and he called me. He said, come outside, hmm. and I was like, 
uh, I said, okay. So I told my wife, I said, um, babe, I think Carlos told me to go outside. I think he's here. <laughs> I was like, you know, I crack a joke with her. She goes, oh, he's going to beat you up because, you know, he called the penalty on you and you probably, you know, sucked your teeth or something. You know, because she jokes with me about, yeah. like, about me coaching him because you know, yeah. she knows our relationship. When I got outside, he gave me the back. He said, I'm in. Oh. He goes, this is what you need. He goes, you take one step, I'll give you 15. And we've been going ever since like that. So that's how. That's what's up, man. Yeah. What's the most challenging part, though, about working with the kids? We've mentioned some some really good moments. We've mentioned some graduations. We've mentioned some championship moments. We've mentioned people going to St. John's. We've mentioned people graduating high school. We've mentioned people wanting to train who yeah. wear other uh you know other team colors, right? And and those are all really good moments, right? What are some of the most challenging moments though for you? You don't have to get into specifics unless you want to. No, I could. But- I, could. I, I I I have uh, you know it's um. Is when I have I have when you have a kid that you know can go further, and you try because you only could try. You know you you know you could. What's your definition of further? You talking about on the field or off the field? Off the field. Yeah. Because you know you know when they're playing, you know like you know they're catching a ball. You know of course they're gonna try hard. You know, and it's okay. You know the game, but in reference to them outside of life, when they fail, that's that's the most challenging thing to that that's. The hardest thing for me to deal with is like um, you can't save them all. Let's be honest. That's that the one that hurts is the ones that don't make it. But I can say that the the percentage of making it when we step in their lives are much higher than the, than the failures. Yeah. But it, but it's still you know you want to be a hundred percent. Let's be honest. You know you want to change every kid's life. You want to be you want to be the one. Okay, we did it. You know this kid made it, but not everyone's gonna accept what you're bringing to them, not, you know. And as you're saying these things, it's like, it's really not about football. Nah, it's not. It's really not. You were going to say something? No, I was going to jump on that. You know, you get kids in the program. Some kids, you don't really need to give much. These are just some kids out there that have that mindset to move forward and progress and learn and, enthusiastic about their future and then you have kids that it's in the balance scale of like they can go either way mm-hmm. you know obviously those are the ones that we try to make them lean towards more mm-hmm. positive uh route but then the challenge where he's talking about this those one to the blue kids that is like they're already in the rut in the in the red like yeah and, and yeah. they don't want to they don't want to come out Mm-hmm. All right, and it's tough because sometimes, like, we see the potential, we see their talent, but they can't see it themselves. They can't see themselves, and it's hard to compete as an individual when these specific kids are growing up in a certain environment where it's more physically pleasing to them than what we have to say. Yeah. So you have kids that, for example, um, let's say you're coaching a kid and you're driving a Honda Civic and the same kid goes goes to, goes to his block, and the drug dealer down the block is dressed good, driving a BMW. He looks, you know, glamorous, yeah. right? But the kids don't understand the behind the scene process of getting there because yeah. even being a drug dealer at that caliber is still work. Yeah, but it's dangerous work. Sometimes th- those are our challenges, right? Yeah. Because like, how can we sit here and preach this kid that, hey, you got to work hard, you got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. And then he goes back to his neighborhood and he sees a bunch of dudes, rings, chains, gold, looking cool. They got the girl, but they don't understand that, you know, there's consequences to that lifestyle. 
yeah. and it's a temporary lifestyle. I will say um, one thing I've, you know, I've observed obviously how coaches behave with like players and stuff. Yeah. You know, he obviously has his goods and bads. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. But one of the good things I like about Jason is that he's observant to his kids. So like, let's say he has practice, whatever his game, you know, obviously he pays more attention to their kids than I do because I'm in the sideline looking at a master, you know, yeah. more of a massive amount of kids. Yeah. And Jason pulled me to the side once in a while. He'd be like, hey, this kid in my team, I've noticed his attitude is a little different. He's acting this way, he's acting that. He's like, maybe you want to chime in and see what's going on and try to figure out. And a lot of times, um, you know, I speak to kids. Some kids didn't have any issues. Some kids did. And there was one kid that, I don't know if he remembers or even realized, there was one kid that he pointed out to me. He's like, oh, this kid, I don't want to say his name because it's actually a little personal, but he was like, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on with this kid, but his attitude the last two weeks has been bad. Okay. And um, whatever, I, way after the game, I put him over to the side and I said, hey, what's up? He's like, no, not much. I said, hey, I've been, I, I always, I never want to tell the kids, hey, your coach told me, because I want the kids to feel that they can speak to their coaches. So I don't want them ever feeling like, I don't want to say this to Jay because he's going to go tell Lito. I want them to be able to express themselves to them. So I was like, hey, I've been checking you out for like the last few weeks. Been noticing your attitude. I make it seem like it was my observation. But I did observe after he mentioned it, his characteristics. So we started talking. He's like, no, everything is fine. I looked at him and I was like, you're saying everything's fine, but your eyes are telling me there's not. So after like five more minutes, this kid starts crying. Mm. And now I'm like concerned. I'm like, damn, like I haven't even said nothing. He hasn't said anything. He's already crying. I'm like, that means that thought process that's going through his mind is so intense that it's bringing out his tears. One, two, three, go! Join us next time as the conversation continues. So then now I now I'm, I'm I'm concerned. I start engaging conversation with him. I'm... We just don't do this and speak to the kids when it's time to play. Like we speaking to these kids all year round.